how's it going? It is Tim Brown, and this is the Hook Better Leads podcast. Today, I'm with Karen Woodman. How's it going? Great. Um, and she is from 24-Hour Bookkeeper, and they serve contractors and have been doing more stuff in roofing lately. And I, I know that she has a lot of behind-the-scenes view um, opportunities with contractors. So we're going to talk to her about common roofing cash flow problems and how to fix them. So I guess let's kick it off with what are some of the top problems you see uh, that affect roofers cash flow? Yeah, well, if only we had all day, I'm sure I could give you a whole bunch. But I'd say typically um, managing commissions is usually a really big thing. Um, AR, you know, making sure you get paid. Uh, and just really being able to understand your financials enough to know how to manage the cash that you have and what can get paid and what can't get paid. So, um, you know, and, it, and it's a domino effect, it leads to so many other things. So, uh, but overall, just if we can fix a few, few little things, sometimes we could feel like we're removing that stress on the shoulders a little bit, you know, to help manage the cash a little easier. So even just having clarity, from what I understand, even just having clarity, on your financials can really help you make better decisions in the month, in the week, whatever, to not do stupid stuff. Yes. And to not get in a terrible situation, which can, it's, it, in this industry, people down to not paying their sales guys things that they promised they're going to and ruining their reputation all over. So there's, there's scenario, there's a doomsday scenario. And on the good side, if you have clarity, the positive is you, you make smarter decisions and you end up profitable, right? So cash flow, yeah. like mastering leads to profit. Well, I mean, if you don't have good cash flow, you kind of got nothing, you mm -hmm. know? And at the end of the day, we're in business. Why? Because the sky is blue. No, because we want to make money, right? We want to make sure we're spending all of our time. It's worth it. And we're able to manage and we can have good relationships with our customers, good relationships with our subs and our vendors. And it really boils back down to good, you know, financial management and being able to manage that cash flow. And I think that a lot of times we are in business and we think like, I got money in the bank, especially roofers, right? Like, Hey, I got money in the bank. I'm good. I don't have to worry about what I'm paying, what I'm not paying. And having money in the bank does not mean you're profitable. I can tell you that right now. So having a good system just to manage that cash is really important and to give it attention. How about, there's a tip. Let's just give it some attention because yeah. we think it's not that big of a deal or we might have people in our office that take care of it, but we still need to look at it. We still need to look at the basic financial reports like your P&L, your balance sheet, your AP and your AR. Let's call it that, you know, yeah. at minimum. So paying it attention because you, you said it's a domino effect so one thing breaks or is just off and you're not paying attention and then that ruins a bunch of other things so what's yeah. that first domino a lot that you've seen okay well let's talk about commissions i mean that wouldn't be like the worst but i'd say that's maybe one of the common ones so okay. a couple issues happen with paying commissions i can't pay them because i don't have enough money right? Hey, my, the job didn't pay or I'm not sure. And it's really going to put me over. I might overdraft. So there's that. There's the issue is I don't know how much to pay because, you know, in roofing, you might have different situations on how you pay your guys. Like, okay, if you're out there providing the lead, if you put the sign out, you know, is he going out getting a door knock? Like what's, what's happening, right? 
We have a really we great episode that just went out, by the way, on our YouTube channel about uh, commission structures yes. that I think you should check out. Yeah, you might get paid different if 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 you might pay if you put the sign out there. It might be different than if they're door knocking, right? Mm. You might not even do door knocking. You might have setters. Like it could be a whole number of things that if that how you do that. So even having a structure is step one, I guess. Yeah, sorry. I, exactly. Having a good, consistent structure. I, it is something I see sometimes is like people had an old structure and then they got really good at lead gen and they didn't really change it as much. Or you didn't, if, like you said, if you're doing a ton of work to get all those leads for, for them, it yeah. should be a little different, you know. And, well, and your guys want to get paid. They, they want to yeah. get paid, right? So if there's something you're like, it almost feels like if there's some one thing you're not going to do is, is you're not going to not pay your people. Mm. So having a system in place that allows you to feel comfortable. So another, you know, effect of that is like maybe I've overpaid. So we have had clients that have overpaid on commissions and they have no idea how that happened. And then they're mad. Right. And what are you going to ask them for the money back? I mean, maybe, but let's just say that that's something that actually happens. So how can we solve that to begin with? Well, you're going to hear my solve probably for any issue is to have a good financial process base, right? Like an accounting software like QuickBooks. We use QuickBooks online. We love it. It integrates with Job Nimbus, AccuLinks, GiddyUp, right? Like you name it, it, it connects so you don't have to do double the work. So having a place where you can maintain your financials would be the first step to solve all the cash flow issues across the board because we can't do it on Excel spreadsheets. We can't do it in the mental bank, right? We got to do it for real. So mm -hmm. then once we kind of are tracking jobs, which is potentially in those softwares, we can know, you know, what the job is. Is it an insurance job? Is it a cash job? You know, and then what percentage are we paying? If we eat, even if we have a basic process, like this is how much we have, this is a percentage, we pay you every Friday, we pay you every other week, right? We can manage that. Now, the problem will be, I don't have enough money to pay them, which leads to another issue. Why do we not have enough money? Are we asking for it? Are we collecting it? Hey, we do a bunch of insurance work versus cash, you know, and that's really holding us up. We can talk about that maybe in a minute, but um, I mean, getting back to commissions, it's just identifying what the process should be. And then we can work the steps to figure out what we have to have in place to have good calculation to pay it out correctly first and then make sure we have enough cash to do that. Good. Uh, okay. So how about this? I think about when I think about collecting on jobs, think about those homeowners that don't pay and uh, they exist and it hurts. <laughs> what is your advice to folks for that? You know, I'm not going to gain a lot of friends here, Tim, I think by what I'm maybe don't about worry to about say, it. you know, like you I run a business. Friends. We, just need, I mean, we just need people with all the truth. That's right. So, uh, you know, I don't really beat around the bush. I personally think that we have to, so we have to look back at ourselves, right? So like, why is the customer not paying? Now, if the customer is like being shady, that's one thing, okay? And that happens. But did we get the job complete? Did we provide all the information? How we communicate it? Like, think mm. about the customer's experience. Yeah. Right? So, um, unfortunately, it kind of doesn't apply. But sometimes when we don't provide all the information, customers mm -hmm. don't know. They don't understand what it means, what you're asking them for. And and maybe you're not asking the customer, you're working with the insurance and you're throwing claims. Like just- You're saying extreme ownership basically is like own this problem. 
if they, they didn't pay, there might be a real reason and stop pretending there's not a real reason and try to fix it for the future one. I, it's just scary because sometimes I talk to roofing contractors that have like, let's say 500,000 unpaid, whatever. Yeah. And there's people in the Facebook groups I'm looking at and they're chirping and they're saying like, this is done. Do we need to put a lien on the house? <laughs> you know, there's like people that feel like they did everything in their power and there's still an occasional homeowner. Even if you fix everything, I like, I like your mindset extreme ownership how could i get paid next time because whining about it doesn't or what can i do today to make sure i'm not in this situation again like what yeah. happened right yeah. and i think like okay it sucks yeah they pay the check potentially directly to the homeowner and then you got to go collect that that's yeah. the nature of the beast what systems can we put in place to make sure that we are paid well we got to keep up find out when payments dispersed we got to be on that customer mm -hmm. like flies on right on road yeah Thank you. <laughs> you know, and so we just have to really problem solve. Like, that's how I look at it. Okay, what's the root of the issue? And then let's work our way back because then we can fix it. And there's really no objection. And it, I'm not saying anyone's passing the buck, but it's easy yeah. to pass the buck versus take responsibility or accountability. So we just need to find out really what the problem is to find out why we're not getting paid. Now, what, let's say we do that right now. We're thinking about like, you know, I'm going to look at my report and I'm going to see that I have, you know, half a million sitting there and it's been months. Well, ask for help. <laughs> what tackle little by little, you know, like one invoice at a time, one customer at a time, one situation at a time, like it's okay. Like let's be realistic of how long it might take to problem solve that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that you can't, you know, like if it's a problem that's accrued, if it's accrued over the past six months, like, I like the way you're saying that it's not going to get solved in one week. Let's yeah. let's set realistic goals about tackling this over the next month and a yes. half or whatever. And let's get other people on our team involved and let's go after it. And let's That's but right. getting money is part of this business. <laughs> like yes. actually getting the money well, into I our account money. is part of this business. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like let's talk about systems around that are important. Well, and then talk about seasonality on top of that. So now yeah. you're going if depending where you're located, you're now going into the winter season. And for you, and we got a lot of Eastern guys and Midwest guys and some Southern, but yeah. And some go all year and some stop. Yeah. Right. And so now you're like, okay, well I have to pay, I need cash. Yeah. Well, this is where a line of credit comes in handy. Can you get a line mm -hmm. of credit to use during your off season or your slow time? How would you say, um, I think that's great advice. And I believe like that's really, really important for a lot of these guys. So well, how would you say, what have you seen most effective going and finding that line of credit? Do you look at local banks? Do you look at banks with specialty in the roofing industry? How do you find those lines of credit? Do you have any specific? You know what the trick tips? is? Good financial what? management. You have to yeah. provide those financial reports to that banker and having a good relationship with the banker. You know, like having your money so, sit somewhere. Go ahead. Sorry. Pause for a short uh, commercial for 24hourbookkeeper.com. Okay. No, just kidding. It's not a real commercial, guys, but Karen does this for companies, and we're not going to pitch this very hard during this thing, but please reach out to her if you're looking for help in this. If this is somewhere where you're struggling, talk to her. Okay. So, what are the things that these banks are looking for? What are the specific items that they are looking for to say whether you're an appropriate, you know, 
business. Person to, oh, yeah. Yeah. So profitability, right? They want to make yeah. sure you're cash flowing. That's what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you do that? Well, you should be able to bring in money, which is revenue, right? You've got your costs that should be at a decent percentage, yeah. right? Yeah. Whatever your gross profit margin you're shooting for, if it's 25% or 50% or whatever it might be, you have to show that it makes sense. And then you got to operate. And then you should have some money left over, hopefully. That's what they're looking at. And yeah. so if we can't even produce that report or if it doesn't make sense or it's not right, that's going to make it that much harder to get a line of credit, right? What have you been in the Amazon mindset <laughs> where you, you work? where you weren't profitable, but it was kind of strategic for a little while, you know, like, cause you were trying not to uh, incur as much taxes. You know what I'm saying? This is me. So yeah, I'm no, totally not judging. Yeah. yeah. So I think if I'm understanding, right, like there's ways, you know, there's something called like a work in progress, a yeah. whip schedule yeah. that basically says, because in roofing, we're managing a hundred 200 jobs at one time the jobs are in and out right material hits the job site you're on the roof the next day out typically yeah. right and if you're doing any other exterior work things like that are, are basically extra so when you think of all of your jobs which has say less than 10 line items um you should be able to just show all of that and this is all the work i have out that isn't reflected mm. on my financial reports because i haven't built for it yet but I've incurred yeah. costs or I've it's committed that helps. Yeah. And so putting that together would be, you know, a, a big piece to getting some of that funding potentially. And I mean, I can't control if you have good credit or not. So I don't want to say that that's not important because I'm not a banker. I don't know, but yeah. um, you know, when you're organized, somebody has their trust in you because you're organized. If you're not organized, why would they want to give you any money? Me. It's simple, but very good advice. Okay. So any other tips on like, let's say you're talking about paying out your costs and when to do it and when to, yeah. you know, I, I tell a story from profit first, Mike McCallitz. I like this book. Um, he talks about basically like this guy that he followed around in his business. And he, he's like, I have to go get this equipment. It's at whatever home depot or something and he's like you know what i'm gonna do it tomorrow and he was followed along with them for like five days and he did that five times and he just said i'm gonna do that tomorrow and the guy's like what's that he's like it was, he realized it was his strategy he was pushing costs <laughs> down tomorrow. the road a little bit and he tells that as an honor like he's like honorable story he's talking about the idea that you don't need all this stuff right now stop acting like you need everything right now right. and kind of do defer a little bit how do you like give tips to people for like not buying everything in advance so that their cash flow gets blown? Well, if we're planning and we're trying to be organized about what our cash position looks like in the more, let's, I'm not even call it long term. Let's just say into next month or into this quarter, right? Like you hear, you know, a year, five years, 10 years. I'm just saying we kind of want to just make it through right now for a little while. It's true. Like, if you don't need it, why would you buy it? Right. Mm -hmm. And and I haven't seen so much that maybe when you're starting out and you need that equipment, but it's okay. If you're renting it out, you don't have to really think about what you're buying too, when it comes to how it affects the expense of your business. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you're buying a large piece of equipment over $2,500, you can't write that off. Mm -hmm. It's depreciated. So it's like little chunks of the expense over time. Right. Yeah. 
Um, and but all that cash is gone right now. And you can't even and so we really only want to say, okay, what is really, really necessary for the project? What is really necessary to move forward? And how about evaluating? Well, if I rent this equipment, it would be X, right? But if I bought it, it'd be, it would be Y. And over my projects, you know, with all the calculation, I feel like buying it makes more sense. Okay, well, then that's what you should do. It's, it's giving it mental attention and mm -hmm. making a plan, right? Versus on the fly being like, man, that is an awesome looking new tool. Yeah. I want it. Mm -hmm. I really don't have, like, I always get stressed that I'm not gonna make payroll, but I really want that tool. Like that should be a red flag. <laughs> Maybe not the well, time. We, we like to flex, you know, like uh, people in the roofing industry like to flex. I like, yeah, it's kind of a vibe, you know, the round roofing is the flexing thing. And I think that that gets people in the pro in the trouble sometimes. So what's, any like quick, like not quick fixes, nothing is quick fix with cash flow, I think, but like anything that you'd say, like just to go through, like that can help people right now on cash flow. Anything else you want to talk about, or do we cover most of it? Man, I mean, it's tough because I have uh, <laughs> the role in, in the, the part of a business that most people like want to push to the back burner, right? Yeah. And think is not important, but the importance in understanding your numbers, like that. That's really the fix to everything because then you have full control, yeah. full control and things like don't pay your bill the minute it comes through the door. How about that? That's maybe good. you should process, maybe you should pay your bills once a week because then you let all of your money accumulate Monday through Thursday and then you pay out on Friday yeah. or you pay out every That's other good. week. Mm -hmm. How about setting up terms with your um, vendors, like get on account. So instead of paying for that, that, you know, those supplies right now with a check or a credit card charge, get put on account and pay for mm -hmm. it at the end of the month. Yeah. I have gotten some slack on this on TikTok, but another thing I do is like use your credit cards and people are like, credit cards are bad. Well, yeah. they're not bad if you pay them off every month. It's yeah. a way to defer cash for 30 days. Yeah. Right. And so if you're a good money manager, you're not going to have an issue with credit cards. Plus who doesn't want to gain points? Now, mm. if you want, I'm not a fan of using cash. Cash is also like, I'd say something that's typical. I'm going to say construction and not just for roofing. People are like, yeah. oh, I'm good. Like I can pay for that cash. Well, that's great, but that's really not like, ultimately you want to hold on your cash as long as you can mm -hmm. use your cards, use your checks, right? Like keep your money in and then, and then have good record keeping of how, excuse me, where you're spending your money, right? You can't do that with everything cash. Spent on the, everything spent on the business. I always think about it as like, it's like a dollar goes hard. much further. It has some business application. Yeah, I always, but you can't like, fight it. Like if you get audited, I'm not saying you will, right? When, and I see it all the time, like $200. I'm just saying anything that actually does apply. I'm saying anything that does apply yes. to the business. Yes. You, you can disagree with me too. I, I, I think I'm pretty careful about that now, but well, certainly like, I think people should, if it is spent, if it is for the business, make sure you're spending business money on it is what I'm saying. Yes. Well, and then here's another thing. So here's another cash thing that I could say would maybe relate to a lot. Like at the end of the day, people want to get paid, right? Like I'm the owner. I want to get paid. So I have money in my business. And so I'm just going to pull out $5,000 because I need to be paid Yeah. or and if you do that, that's fine. There's a process to do that. What I see a lot is like my mortgage is running through my business. My mm. charges are running through because it's just not okay. I know it, that's the real world. 
And trust yeah. me, our team, we don't judge. We all just want to want to fix it and help move it forward so that people are a little bit less stressed and can just like grow their businesses. But that's the real deal. Bigger businesses don't do that. And what I mean by bigger is just more employees, you know, large revenue because they they know that they probably can't do that. But yeah. that's the I like that you say you don't judge though, because that is scary if so you let somebody into your books that they're gonna judge you. Yeah. So I think that's probably like oh, a very I've seen point. so many things, yeah. Tim. I'm telling you, I've seen so many things. There's nothing that would surprise me. Yeah. And okay. it doesn't matter to me because I'm we're real. We know, we know what people do. Trust me, we yeah. know. And it's okay, like it's normal. We just try to to help as best we can and say, hey, this is what the IRS things would say you need to do. If this is what you do. Like at the end of the day, it's your responsibility, not and ours. Moving towards cleaner books is what you're yeah. trying to get. I'm trying well, to get and, and moving towards order. Yeah. So there's clarity. Be organized. And, and we want them to be profitable, right? And a lot of times when you take money out of your business, that's not an expense to your business if you, depending on how, what, how you're set up, if you're a corporation or not. So people think like, wow, I paid myself, you know, $60,000. That's an expense. No, it's not. Potentially. You're going to pay taxes on that 60000 from the business standpoint. So, I mean, that's going deeper and we're not, don't have time for that today, but you know, it just, it's so many things. So I love talking about this stuff, even though I'm not that smart when it comes to money. Um, but I, I also, um, my wife is talking to integrators in roofing businesses over this next month and trying to get a little group together starting in Q2. Yeah. Um, that's integrators, a roofing integrator mastermind. So I was wondering, and you can say no, even though we're on this thing, I'll just say <laughs> yeah, no pressure. Um, I was wondering if, if you would want to speak to, let's say five or 10 roofing integrators. So like the integrator part of a business is like the person that is the detail oriented one. A lot of times, sometimes it's the wife, sometimes it's the, uh, a, a strong administrative kind of voice in the company, um, handling a lot of detail stuff that the visionary doesn't always want to do or think about like doesn't think about so i don't know would you want to talk yeah. to those people and kind of absolutely. help do a little workshop on their their yeah, cash flow you know sometimes i think it's just feeling like you have a like a safe space to yeah. say hey you know what like in, in roofing i mean it's fast very fast yeah. business grows lots of money lots of jobs in and out you know like um there's so many there's so many ways that we could find simplified systems yep. and workflows that can make somebody feel like they have more control and that it's easier and, um, and, you know, can kind of focus on the bigger things, even though they're in those so, Awesome. And so this might be the 101 and then you could do a little bit of the 201 and then the 301 is just hire 24 hour bookkeeper. Because yeah. I mean, for sure. I would say this too, like, um, you know, for us, like we're problem solvers. It's, mm -hmm. and, and I think that's what a lot of people sometimes don't need, they need help with. It's, I mean, everybody kind of knows like, yeah, I need to have more cash. I need to collect on my jobs. You know, like I need to pay my guys, you know, I need to have good relationships, but it's the how. And then I think when you take what's happening in real life and dissect it and then put it back together, all in a matter of a conversation, potentially all in a matter of a week or two, depending on what's going on. That's all the relief sometimes people need to feel better because it's, you know, it's exhausting being an entrepreneur or being a business owner or running a team. Like, 
that's that's <laughs> and it's a lonely place sometimes so feeling like you have good people like you know you and i and uh, and the, you know resources that are out there i think that's one step in the right direction for sure absolutely so i hear you're going to be at ire so people i am can we're exhibiting there yes um do you know kind of like who, what other booths will be around you so people could find you yeah, we are like uh, right the technology section right there. It's um, we're right on that hallway on almost, you know, kind of on a 90 angle there. I, I have our booth information not handy, but we are right there in the technology, technology section. Though. So you guys could have a longer conversation with Karen uh, at that booth. Yeah. Come, she's going to be there and probably I'm going to be there and two people from my team. I'll be floating around. You could probably find me in the Catalyst Group booth as well because we're a member there. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm there. And, and again, if you want to bring some stuff and you want me to look at it and you're comfortable with that, like, hey, Karen, like, give me three things that you see that's wrong with this. Like, please, happy to do it. Happy to do it. Awesome. I love it. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. And uh, give everyone the dot com so they can find you guys. 24hourbookkeeper.com. So it's 24HR. B-O-O-K-K-E-E-P-E-R.com. That's, it's like the worst name for the amount of letters that are in there. <laughs> it, it's good. Well, okay. Um, and of course, the, the podcast is put on by hookagency.com. Hook Agency all over social. And thank you guys for listening and watching and have a good one. Bye. See you.